Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Alt Kings Podcast. I'm your host, Tate, with my co-host, Corbin, and today we are diving into a coin that is right at 91 cents with a circulating supply of 6.63 billion tokens and is also ISO 20022 compliance. But Tate, what is this coin you speak of? This coin is, obviously, you see in the thumbnail, Algorand. Mm-hmm. Quality coin. Can't put it at that. Very self-sustaining, very decentralized, and is a blockchain-based network that supports a wide range of applications. These systems are secure, scalable, and efficient, all critical properties for effective applications in the real world. Algorand will support computations that require reliable performance, guarantees to create new forms of trust. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting with that, because like... It's able to be ran or run any sort of application through the blockchain at a very scalable scalable and resourceful matter. Yeah, I mean it has to be created as a D app, but Yeah. But with D apps comes with D apps comes D apps are a se- are a separate thing because they're decentralized. Yeah. So you don't have one company that's like running the whole shindig. You have a point. Yeah, but like we were discussing earlier, if one person was to get fifty one percent of Algo supply, they could. No, not Algo. Algo is different. We'll 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 get into it later. But the the Algorand mainnet became live in June of 2019 and was able to handle almost 1 million transactions per day as of December of 2020. And Algorand's initial coin offering, ICO, was held in June 2019 with a price of $2.40 per token. That's rough. Ouch. Considering that we're sitting at 91 cents right now and we have yet to barely break that initial coin offering. It's all-time high, which I will have here, <laughs> is barely over 240. I feel... I don't even think it's touched over 240, to be honest. I think it looks like it does on coin market cap, but... That's true. <laughs> that, that happens from time to time. Yeah, I understand. I don't even think it's touched it, unfortunately. Yeah... It's focused on a uh, proof-of-stake proof architecture for its blockchain. Yep. So who are the founders of Algorand Tape? So it's really interesting because their team has a lot of reputable people backing them. But uh, the creator of Algorand is Silvio Macaulay. He is a professor of computer science at Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT. MIT. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and he is the founder of Algorand. He is not necessarily out of the picture right now, but he allows his CEO and COO to manage operations. Okay. So I'm guessing he still has say in what happens, but he's just focusing on his other things. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that it's easy being a professor professor of computer science at MIT, of all places. One of the biggest Ivy League schools in the country. Yeah, for sure. He won the Turing Award in 2012 for his fundamental contribution contributions to the theory and practice of secure two-party comp- computation, electric cash, cryptocurrencies, and blockchain protocols. And from what it seems, that Turing Award is a very special award not given to many people. 
Mm-hmm. It's more it's more of like a science accolade, yeah. right? Uh, CEO is Steve Kakanos. Uh, he's respons- responsible for overall business vision and strategy. And COO W. Sean Ford is responsible for go-to-market execution and operations, including product management, engineering, marketing, and global community development. It's a lot of stuff you got to do as a chief operating officer. Yeah. I mean, when you're in charge of all operations, there's a lot that goes into just that. It's fair. It's fair. The, the title actually, you know... Means something. Me, yeah. <laughs> there was a... Uh, I remember there was a, a quote from Elon Musk. He was, he was in an interview and he was like, yeah, you know, most of the uh, most of the management and leadership positions at companies really don't matter. They're all fake. No, yes. And he has like a list. I'll, I'll put that clip in here. I, I mean, it's interesting that these, these titles... Um, you, you know that there's, there's actually only... Uh, uh, three legal t- three titles that, that actually mean anything for a corporation uh, is pre- president, secretary, and treasurer, um, and technically they, they could be the same person. And all these other titles are just basically made up. So CEO is a made up title, CFO is a made up title, general counsel made up title. Uh, d- don't mean anything. That's a um, nice. I think a room of CEOs are uh, how, how we feel about that. Yep. You know, it, it was like if, obviously just somebody's marketing experiment. Besides. Obviously, I mean, they're all just, at the end, they're all just names. Yeah. Like, Elon, he was, there was something I saw in the past. He was, instead of calling himself the CEO of Tesla, he was going to call himself, like, it was, like, Internet King or something like that. It was something <laughs> meme, great. meme lord of yeah. Tesla. I mean. I would love that. <laughs> he totally could, too, if he wanted to. Oh, you can people change. Would, yeah. People would eat that up. I mean, the money he has, he can do anything. For sure. But uh, what makes Algorand unique? So Algorand has been carbon negative since 2021, which is awesome. Yeah. Love to see that. And Algorand was initially invented to speed up transactions and improve overall efficiency, which, you know, was in response to blockchain, to Bitcoin and other blockchains, (coughs) Ethereum. (coughs) (coughs) Anyway. Algorand is the, is designed so that there, that there are lower transaction fees. So, there's no mining like Bitcoin and Ethereum's proof of work blockchain system. It is instead based on a permissionless, pure proof of stake blockchain protocol. Not just any proof of stake, a pure proof of stake. Pure proof of stake, yes. And I find it very amazing that they are carbon negative. Not carbon neutral, carbon negative. Mm-hmm. So they're actually producing carbon. No, they're ingesting carbon. We want... Le- we want- Less, less carbon. carbon. Yeah. So they're removing it yeah. from the atmosphere in ways. Yeah. I don't know exactly how that works because Hedera does, is the same thing. Because I've never seen something carbon negative, though. Like, yeah. I've never... And this is obviously the first of me hearing it, but I mean, I've always heard of something like carbon neutral, which that is zero carbon. Yeah. But... Like cars, Teslas, yeah. they're, they're carbon neutral. Yeah. Even though it takes so much carbon to build the batteries. Anyway. <laughs> they're getting better with that from what it seems. Sure, but you know, slowly carbon. but surely, but surely, carbon is carbon still. True. Yeah. So this proof of stake, it's pure, as we've stated. Really. <laughs> but each influence, each user's influence on the choice of a new blockchain is proportional to its stake, number of tokens in the system. Mm-hmm. So owning more grants you more voting rights than owning less. Correct. 
as it should. Mm -hmm. Users are randomly and secretly selected to propose blocks and vote on block proposals. That'd be interesting. Think about if you only had like 10 algo and you got picked. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you want? What would you like our blockchain to do next? Yeah. And they give you a list of options and they're like, oh, this is it. Yeah. I think it also goes to also into if there's a uh, similar to how there can potentially be like forks in Bitcoin, Ethereum and stuff instead of you voting on. Instead of instead of the fork happening and then whichever one's the longest is the one that gets kept and the other one either dies or becomes a completely separate token. Instead, that if if the if it happens at the same time, then whoever is tasked with voting at that time, I think, is the one that's tasked with picking whichever one is the correct one. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So it really just comes down to who's the most active on the blockchain. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still. There's not like a ton of information yeah, about yeah, how the voting yeah. architecture sort of works. It's secret. <laughs> From what they stated, secret. It's, it's not necessarily secret. I just think that that information is kind of hard to find because yeah, I sure. mean, like, who, what average Joe is going to go through and be like, oh, how does the voting consensus mechanism of Algorand work? The Alt Kings. <laughs> it's fair. It's a fair point. Fair. <laughs> All online users have the chance to be selected to propose and vote. The likelihood that a user will be chosen and the weight of its proposals and votes are directly proportional to its stake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Algorand's pure proof-of-stake approach ties the security of the whole economy to the honesty of the majority of the economy rather than that of a small, ro- a small subset of the overall economy of Algorand. And the system is secure when most of the money is in honest hands. So with other approaches, there is a small subset of the economy that determines the security of the whole economy, which means just a few users can prevent other users from transacting. So that could be, you know, like you said earlier, with potentially owning 51% of that, yeah. having all of the voting rights would then, you know, potentially make it centralized. It limit. Yeah. Who has access to yeah. the network. Yeah, exactly. And let's see. The In Algorand, it is impossible for the owners of a small transaction of the money to harm the whole ecosystem. And it would be foolish for the owners of the majority of the money to misbehave as it would diminish the currency's purchasing power and ultimately devalue their own assets and at the current market cap, it's at, you know, you're putting billions of dollars into that if you're trying to be this nefarious party that's trying to... To get majority of the circulating supply, you need at least over, I believe, it was $3.3 billion. Too much money. Which, I mean, there's people out there who have that money and that power. But, sure. But they're not thinking of taking over Algorand's blockchain. No, no, and it would honestly be foolish of them because if people found out that hey somebody owns all of the algorand or most of it then you know people are going to be like okay yeah i'm out yeah and no. then tanks think that's what I, i'm right now what's going through my head is the ico mm-hmm. like what if that's kind of what happened in the beginning it's, it's a potential yeah because because 
yeah. the price tanked from two forty all the way down to sub fifty cents. Yeah, which is brutal in the span of just a couple months. That was a couple days. It wasn't a super long amount of time. No. It was pretty short. Let's see. On it shortly. So initial coin offering was in June of 2019. Yeah, in about two months it was below 50 cents. Yeah. Just about two, yeah, two months. It, no, in two months it went down to 30 cents. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I but, yeah, but I mean, like to be fair, like crypto is one of the most volatile spaces that 100%. you can possibly invest into outside of penny stocks. So you know, penny stocks are even more probably volatile. Penny stocks are honestly probably more volatile than the crypto market. Oh yeah, because the lack of the lack of liquidity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you happen to buy like a huge bag and pump the price, and you tell all your friends to buy it, and then you sell. I mean, that's, there's a lot of regulations around doing that, so, you know. Well, that, I mean, I don't see it, there's nothing wrong with buying a big bag of a penny stock and the price says, the price does go up and then you tell your friends and it continues to rise a little bit, then you sell, you're just getting taxed on it in a short period of time. How is that not a bad thing? That means now well, all no, of your friends are no, bag holding. It's, it's a terrible thing, don't get me wrong, but I don't think it's illegal. Just because you're just buying a stock and then selling it. I'm pretty sure that's how Jordan Belfort initially made his money. Was from... Because you saw The Wolf of Wall Street, yeah, right? Yeah, from hedging a bunch of investors. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Because he went to that super, like, rough... Well, not necessarily rough, but, like, more low-key sort of brokerage firm... Yeah. ...that specialized in that and particular pennies. thing. And they'd get him invested into blue chips like IBM and... You know, whatever companies were big in, like, the yeah. 80s. And then they would eventually start to sell them the crap. <laughs> and make all the money. And, yep. And wow. then, yep, they would boost the price up. And then, I, I, I don't know if they had initially purchased, like, a big bag of those. And, and kind of did the same scheme that we had just mentioned. But you, you could do that. Yeah. No, it, it, and makes, then, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, and then I think that was the base, the base for Stratton Oakmont. So more than likely, yeah. Oh my God, that's terrible. Mm -hmm. Well, I, yeah. I didn't think of it as more or less in a like in a formal matter where it's a whole business or a company trying to create these pump and dumps. Mm -hmm. But I was just more or less looking at it as a one person party ah, going okay. into this. But sure. it, it makes more sense to be illegal if it's a uh, a standardized party because i mean that's what like the sec is supposed to do yeah you know outside of suing companies that you know they shouldn't be <clears throat> pain pain <laughs> well speaking about iso 222 yeah algo xrp it's compliance yes that's what he's trying to say yes yeah both Compliant. Yeah, both are compliant, and I think after Algorand, all we have is XLM, and then that's going to round out the ISO, ISO coins, yes. or at least the baseline videos for the ISO coins. Yep. The more in-depth videos will come shortly after. They have a wide range of partnerships, but their majority of them are international. Mm -hmm. I didn't see anything that crossed my eye that I knew of right out the gates, but it is a lot of venture capital firms tech companies and financial services 
all across the world. Yeah. And one thing that we were able to come across was that they are big in the medical space. Yeah. Yeah, so they're actually partnered with uh, Vital Pass. And Vital Pass is big in Latin America, and you would use Vital Pass to show your digital vaccine passport for COVID. Yes, COVID. I'll probably end, I'll probably end up censoring that because I don't know if the algorithm is going to be like, you said a naughty word. You said a disease. Yeah, you said a, a global pandemic. Um, but that, that, that is one sort of niche use case for it right now because they're also partnered with uh, Davinda, Ayuna... Koiben X. Foreigners. It's it's all foreign. It's it's, it's, it's all foreign trade to be honest. It, yeah, it's I think it's more of just like the Latin sort of medical yeah. field right now. But they're also partnered with MA Pay, which they've launched a stable coin on Algorand's network that's specifically like focused on healthcare tech, which is pretty cool. And also Verita, which is a decentralized app that allows users to control how their data is used and shared. So I guess sort of like a privacy that's type of thing. That's really cool about the MA Pay because if they created their own coin on Algo's network, which is carbon neutral, they're able to source liquidity through them having their own coin mm-hmm. on Algo's network, not even having to worry about fees. Yeah. And it just creates a lot more. It creates a lot more capital to work with. Yeah. Uh, find out or to solve the problems that need solutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's sort of their main play here because that the infograph is going to be up here. The is like before we had mentioned that XDC was going to be more of a, a business to business type of thing. Yes. Which it could still potentially be that, but I think it's more of a, a vehicle to build de- dApps onto. And that's why they have focused so like hardcore on making it as literally simple as possible to to build on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it won't fault and fail. It is known as the Ethereum killer. <laughs> Shout out to Bearable for that uh, for that connection. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. That was that was a good one. But yeah, it's 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 got a couple of use cases right now and I'm I foresee it picking up as time goes on and more people start to figure out that like, hey, we're a particular company that does a particular thing. Maybe their niche is medical or it could be automotive or whatever. And they're going to start to branch out into their particular coin that's going to be more suited for their use case. Yeah. I mean, technically all the coins are suited, but each of these ISO 20022 coins have their own benefits. They have their own ecosystem. Yes. Yeah. So what they're more custom tailored yes. to, like for instance, like you wouldn't buy like a Corvette to go off roading. No. No, you'd buy like a Tacoma. A Jeep. Yeah. Or a Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just because they're all still they're all cars. Yeah. They all do the same basic tasks. Yes. It's actually pretty a decent great representation. That. Yeah. 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 Wow. That. And you wouldn't want to take a Jeep to a racetrack. You would want to take the vet. Unless it's got like a, a V12 engine in it. It's got a Hellcat swap. <laughs> I think it would be wild. Oh, God. Oh, that would be terrifying. So, Algos, it's it's really interesting because we were able to come across Algorand is uh, compatible with Ethereum. Mm-hmm. And in February, on the 17th of 2022 this year, Algorand's foundation announced a $10 million grant to Applied Blockchain to develop the London Bridge, 
a trustless bridge that will bring Ethereum compatibility to the Algorand blockchain. And with that being said, Algorand has struggled to attract liquidity to its ecosystem, as we kind of have seen with its ICO basically failing in ways. But despite that, promising low-cost transactions, low latency, and high scalability, having a bridge to Ethereum, which currently has the most robust, uh, robust dApp ecosystem, would allow Algorand to connect to these applications and attract a lot more liquidity. Yeah. And that would help Ethereum immensely, considering the amount of fees that goes through that ecosystem. Yeah. Billions of dollars of fees, I'd imagine, it, each day. And not... Being sustainable. Yeah, not being sustainable, but also not... What's the the word I'm looking for? It's without a guarantee of the transaction going through. Yeah. Like, when I send a transaction via XRP or HBAR, like, literally any of these other tokens, I know for sure my money is going to get from point A to point B. There is a flat gas fee... For the most part, that usually never changes, or if it does, it's like point oh, it, it's it's quarters of it's quarters of pennies, like it's literally insane. not even yeah. noticeable. But when I send an Ethereum transaction, I'm sitting there literally sweating for like 15 minutes, waiting for this dang thing to go through. You're refreshing the Ether scan page. Yeah, yeah, you're on your completes. Exactly, you're on ETH scan, and you're basically like the meme of the guy with like 17 hands and like a towels <laughs> all over him. Drenched in sweat because you need this transaction to go through. Yeah, and I mean, I'll goes. I don't know how people do it, Tate. Like, no, I, I've, I I've only d- had to do a couple transactions on it. Every time I'm like, oh, why? See, I was about to refer to like a like say you had like a board ape or a crypto punk, and you sold that, and yeah. you made six figures off of that NFT, mm-hmm. and then you go to want to transfer this Ethereum to an exchange where you're able to sell the ethereum to mm-hmm. make the u.s dollar or whatever currency you're working with sure bring to your bank but with those transactions because how much money is in that transaction it's spe- this process is sped up for them specifically because they're dealing with more liquidity but i was trying to refer like one of those transactions to having a higher chance of getting uh a higher chance of being like taking a longer time, but it wouldn't because it has more money being worked with. I was trying to relate that yeah. to, to a slower amount, but it- yeah, the thing though with that is I think the price of the gas can also scale with the price of the transaction. Yeah, which would make, which unfortunately would make sense from a a proof of work blockchain to model it after that because if you're moving a million dollars. That transact they can afford a couple thousand in fees. Yeah, or or more so than an average Joe trying to send a hundred bucks worth of Ethereum yeah. to his maybe his like his, his trust heart, wallet. His, yeah, his so he can buy some you know NFTs on Ethereum. Why would you do that? Because people are delusional. <laughs> they see what works and they just go with it. They see what everybody's migrating to, but they need to follow the other roads. I think it's also like sort of like a media and hype thing. Yeah, no, 100%. It's and, all over the media. Yeah, and I think the, the infrastructure for it is the most built out because I think the next closest thing would probably be Solana. Yeah, no, it is. Solana's yeah. already being integrated to like exchanges like OpenSea and stuff. Oh, 
Didn't yeah. know that. Okay, yeah. cool. They're working on uh, actually getting some NFTs brought into uh, OpenSea's network. Yeah. So, no, so another unsustainable blockchain is... Uh, unfortunately. ...being migrated. <laughs> unfortunately. But I think Algo being compatible with Ethereum will help immensely just yeah. to obviously stifen the gas fees, bring yeah. them down an insane amount, mm-hmm. as well as speed up the whole entire process of the ecosystem. Yeah, and, and having Ethereum be interoperable with all of these other more efficient tokens is, at the end of the day, good for everybody. Yeah. Because... It, we we can talk crap about Ethereum all day, yeah. But it's still the number two. Do. It's still the number two blockchain for now, until people wake up and finally. Until people wake up and see it's going to be number one. Yeah, I mean Ethereum does have that possibility, but th- this is this is a video on Algorand, not <laughs> Ethereum. I just promoted <laughs> Ethereum to number one spot on the crypto market. That's a shame. It, I think it will. That's not a shame because it, it is. Cause, I mean, if they have this, I mean, this came out this year. That's a crazy thing. So yeah, and it, and it's just a grant too. It's not a. It's not like officially rolled out. Yeah, yet. it's just testnet more I, or less. I like the uh, I like the the name of that too. The, the London Bridge kind of reminds me of that one Fergie song. Okay, anyway. <laughs> it's got that weird, like, horn, like, sample oh, in the no. background. Oh. Dun, dun. Anyway. In the long term, the Algorand Foundation aims to have verification of other chains be performed on Algorand smart contracts. By incorporating state proofs in the form of compact certificates into the Algorand consensus. The foundation's goal is to eventually solidify the DeFi ecosystem on Algorand. That would bring an, an insane amount of liquidity to the space. Yeah. Or to its token. So we hopefully one day can see a new all-time high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I think liquidity is a big thing that Algorand needs right now because it is proof of stake. Yes. So... That while that does help with the liquidity situation, at the end of the day, if you don't have people making transactions on it on a regular basis, it doesn't really matter that much. A million transactions a day, though. Yeah, no, and that's and that's great. Yeah, but you know, it, it's still a fairly new token. Yes, I mean it's only what two years old. Twenty nineteen. Bar- yeah, yeah. So almost three actually, coming up on three. June of twenty nineteen. Oh yeah, it's twenty twenty two. Time flies. Time flies when you're having fun in the crypto space. Uh, I stopped paying attention after like 2010. You kind of age. <laughs> yeah. The crypto space ages you. Yeah, this is true because everything happens so quickly. <laughs> All the time. And so abruptly. Every time I'm on crypto Twitter, it's like, oh, new development in this space or new token. And I'm like... When will <sighs> it end? Yeah. When will regulations come? When can we not see a Shiba Inu anymore? When, when, when will Gary release Brad? I love how on Twitter, though, every time Gary tweets, Johnny it's, Dean's right after him. Yep. And his tweet gets, like, three times the amount of likes Gary's ever will. Yep. It's the funniest thing ever. Yeah. I'm wondering what the SEC are doing back in their houses, looking at that yeah. Twitter page. Yeah, the, the, the other thing I like watching, too, is, like, pretty much every time that Elon will post something, yeah. David will post right after on it, like, as, a, like, a thread. <laughs> uh. The Schwartz himself. Yes. But yes, yeah. Al- Algorand is positioned to be pretty, pretty a pretty cool token, and its its price action is a little weird too, because it's not like it's not like XRP, which you know kind of follows the price of Bitcoin, 
They all they all in in their own ways do. Yeah. You relatively see in the same you you relatively see the same charts. If a well, technically Algo really doesn't follow it because they have the ICO and stuff, and it's it's a very new token. Yeah. But like those tokens who's been around for five, ten plus years or since the beginning, those pretty much scale up in the same ways as Bitcoin has grown. Sure. And yeah. It makes sense. One thing about this to tip to just cut everything off. I mean, Algo certified. That's it. Certified. It's certified. Classic. It's got that blue check mark right next to it that you get on Twitter or IG. Oh, they are. No, not necessarily. No, I'm just saying that as in their ISO two zero zero to comply. Ah, I that, see. That's my certified. Cause okay. Long term, that's really what matters the most. Yeah, and I'll have that other chart of how all of the ISO tokens inter interop with each other. And then you can kind of see where it stacks up in the in the ISO coins. Yeah. But with that being said, this has been the Alt Kings podcast. Wow. Thank you all for tuning in. Yep. Get us to a thousand subs, and we have a major giveaway. Indeed. I can't even lie; it's going to be pretty it's, crazy. It's going to be massive. It's Physical gonna... items, digital items. It's going to be across multiple blockchains. Digital assets. What is this, Vsess? <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, we're 90 subs away, roughly. Yeah, about 91. 90, yeah, 91 subs away. There's still... Two days. Two days left. Te yeah, actually 30th and 31st. If this, Possible. You getting this out tonight, maybe? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to get this out tonight. I'm going to release it at 10 a.m. So technically, once they're watching this, there yeah. will be about one and a half days left. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your grandmas. What I might do is I I might release the Spotify version just whenever I get it out, probably at some ungodly hour, like 4 a.m. or something like that. Because, I mean, like... So our three Spotify. viewers on Spotify can just tune in real quick on their morning <laughs> runs. Vicente's on the treble, like, yes! More! <laughs> He's going to be so happy that we got two mics now. Yeah. yeah now i got to figure out how to mix these properly. We're actually starting to look a lot more professional. Yeah. We'll have a blue screen eventually, so we'll be in space when we do all this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we'll have, the, we'll have the crown rotating in the back. If, cool. if you follow us on Twitter, you'll have seen the crown. It's been... It's... It spins. It's potentially soon to be our first ever NFT. If we're able to... Uh, Make that happen. I, yeah. I think we will, but we have a lot of different ideas down the road. Yeah, we got we got to figure out more than just that. Like we. Oh we, no, that's, yeah. that's a given. Yeah, we yeah. got to figure out either are we going to do variations of it, or are we going to do some sort of a separate thing. You know, get us to ten k subs, and then we'll talk about that. Ooh, ten k! I think we'll hit that end of year. Talking what is that's, this? That's the end of year goal. Yeah, March 29, twenty twenty two. All Kings Bull Run to win. <laughs> we are about nine months away from end of year. If we can hit a thousand subs in two months, I think we can hit 10K in nine months. Yeah, because at some point the algorithm is actually going to start like really, yeah, really start ramping us up. Yeah. So, you know, and then we can start to expand into more blockchains too. We can keep expanding XRP and HBAR, but we can also maybe hop on to Soul a little bit, get a little little zesty action over there. Maybe got me queezing inside. Oh no, I didn't even mention Ethereum. That's a, I, I was about to prefer Ethereum over Soul initially. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I, I yeah, 
Anyways, this has been the All Kings Podcast. Once again, thank you for tuning in, and we hope you have a great day. Bingo! <laughs> Bing bong! Bing bong! Bing bong!